Hello there, and welcome to Stew on This, weekly reflections from my heart. We're into episode 8, and this one's called Cleaning Up the Neighborhood. We've been diving into the acronym IOU LOVE, which stands for Inward, Onward, Upward, and Loveward, to remind us of where we might want to direct our energy, our attention, and our focus as we do this dance that we all seem to do between the need to be here now and stay in the present moment and cultivate an attitude, a sense of more than enoughness right where we are, and this other inner urge we all seem to have to want to do more and have more in the future. So the key is to keep the main thing the main thing, as always, and in this case the main thing is our state of being. By following I owe you love, I know that we can continue to grow ourselves in our ability to experience and express more love. We can continue to grow in our ability to upgrade our reactions to life to responses based on you know who we really are and based on love. So we've started our journey inward, that's the I in I owe you love with the ultimate goal being to be able to invite everything, everyone that, from the outside and even our own thoughts and feelings on the inside. We want to be able to invite all that inward. But not just inward, because I think we're already doing that, but maybe we're only taking it to our ego stuff, to our filters, to our programming. And so the inward journey really is about taking things past all that and taking them directly to the island of peace in our soul, as Howard Thurman called it, the island of peace in our soul. So then we can respond to life based on love and our other core values rather than reacting to life and to things, perhaps as we always have. So before we invite life... And before we invite people, before we invite our own thoughts and feelings in, we want to clean up the neighborhood first. We want to tidy things up. We want to make it a little safer in there. I don't know about you, but sometimes my consciousness is not a safe place to be and certainly not someplace I would want to escort someone else into, let alone myself. So we want to clean up the neighborhood with self-love. I did a video series, a series of eight short videos on self-love. They can be found further down on the timeline here, or you can contact me. I'll help you find them. But today I want to talk about a couple of things that can really help clean up the neighborhood. First is to do practices to help us find the island of peace in our soul, the island of love in our soul, or the island of joy in our soul. It's not three different places, by the way. It's, again, where we want to bring everything to ultimately so we can respond to life from there and see the facts of life from there because they look completely different from there. So one way to find the island of peace in our soul and to get better at finding it and maybe even hanging out there a little more than we do is through heart-based meditations or or any meditations that help us identify more with the loving observer within than the crazy content of our own thoughts. We want again, we want to practice getting to that island of peace in our soul and our meditation is a beautiful 
time to practice that. Uh, hopefully easier to find the island of peace in our soul when we're sitting in front of our altar with candles burning and beautiful music um, than out there in the world. So let's practice. Let's practice hanging out there. Let's practice looking at life from there by doing these meditations and visualizations. I'm probably going to do a podcast just about this, but uh, for now, if you would like a 20-minute version of a heart-based meditation that I've recorded, um, just let me know, and I'd be happy to send it to you. Another way to clean up the neighborhood with self-love is through thanking ourselves. And this is timely because Thanksgiving is coming up here in the United States. So I'm suggesting that besides doing a daily gratitude practice, which I am sure you're all doing, that we include ourselves in that daily gratitude practice. This means expressing, actually maybe even vocalizing thanks to ourselves for even the smallest victories of, of willingness or awareness, certainly for the tough choices we make probably every day that we don't really pay attention to, like, like seeking out the light when we seem to be in a place of darkness, for, for showing up, for, for any action we may have taken that made someone's life a little better or made someone's load a little lighter. Let's start practicing thanking ourselves daily for what's good and beautiful and true about ourselves. There's a lot there, even though when we start doing this, it may seem phony. You know, I haven't met a lot of babies who thought they didn't deserve their own love and appreciation. You and I probably have just practiced other things besides self-love and gotten really good at those things, so it's really comfortable and familiar. But it isn't true. And so when we start thanking ourselves or sending love to ourselves, and it may feel egotistical, but you know what? If, if we believe in a loving universe, then I think it's egotistical to think we don't deserve love in infinite, abund an infinite abundance. A lot of us don't feel that we deserve our own love and appreciation. You know, I spent a lot of my life in that place thinking that you know, if people knew uh, what I know, if they knew what I did or didn't do or said, uh, you know, they wouldn't love me either. And But the fact is, most of us can write a PhD-level dissertation on our schmutz and probably only manage like a finger-painting, kindergarten-level finger-painting about what, what's good and beautiful and true about ourselves. But this is only because of what we have practiced. We can start now and get just as good at self-love as we are right now at beating ourselves up. Wow. We can get just as good at self-love as we are at beating ourselves up now. I'm going to give you a moment and breathe that in. It's especially, well, I didn't give you a minute. I'm excited. Yes, I think actually we can get better at self-love than we are at beating ourselves up because self-love is a lot more true. So maybe you do affirmations, and I think that's great because affirmations are another way to tidy up the, uh, our consciousness and make it safer. It's a beautiful uh, expression of self-love. 
I just want to point out that I think the most important time to state an affirmation of truth about ourselves is when we realize, as soon as we realize, that we're entertaining something that's not true. Every time. <laughs> if we could develop the discipline, the discipline to realize, first of all, become aware that we're entertaining untrue things about ourselves, and immediately turn around and state something that is true, something that is good, even though we may have trouble forgiving ourselves, I think we forgive ourselves every time we do something like this. Forgiving, to me, means to give for. It's a process. So, if every time I'm giving myself flack, I turn around and give myself some slack. If every time I realize I'm beating myself up, I turn around and do something to build myself up. If I can remember to give myself love for whatever it is that I was giving myself previously, I think within a short period of time, things would be a lot different. This is a beautiful, beautiful practice. Let's fill our gas tank with self-love so we can take this drive called life from the island of peace in our soul. And you know what? Occasionally the schmutz is going to hit the fan and it's going to be really nice if we've practiced these things so we can find that place. i got to tell you that probably the worst day of my life, or at least the hardest day of my life, was back in 2005 when it appeared that because of something I did in my chiropractic practice, a dear woman went into a coma and died. And I was to find out a couple of days later that that's not what happened, that she died because of something completely independent. And actually, <laughs> what we ended up finding out was that she was 40 years past her time and that chiropractic care had kept her alive a lot longer than, quote-unquote, she was supposed to. But for two days, I didn't know anything about this. And during those two days, I was supposed to be going back into my office and adjusting people. And, and I got to tell you, that was hard, to say the least. I was looking for some island, but it wasn't the island of peace in my soul. <laughs> I was looking for the deepest hole I could find so I can climb in there and cover it up and stay in there for 10 or 20 years. But you know what? I decided not to do that. And I asked for help. And perhaps one of the biggest pieces of help I got was from one of my mentors who I reached out to, and he told me, to come up with a list of 10 things I was thankful for, not only about the experience, but about myself. And I'm like, you've got to be out of your mind. But I did it. And I didn't come up with 10. I think I came up with seven. And it wasn't like I was miraculously, you know, yippy skippy again, but it opened a door. It opened a, the door to the island of peace in my soul. It opened the door to all the things I knew that were true in my heart, that I had served so many people. And even if I was responsible for this, I had a, a, a purpose, a vision, a mission, that I wasn't going to let this stop me. And I got a lot of support from people. But the main thing is, it allowed me to get back into my office. And, and that was huge. So let's practice this. You know, let's not wait for life's invariable curveballs and knockout punches to start practicing cleaning up the neighborhood. You know, 
some of us don't think we deserve our own love and appreciation because we never we don't feel like we ever do enough. So, you know, my suggestion would be to start acknowledging and appreciating what you do now. I I love to-do lists and I the favorite thing about to-do lists is crossing things off of to-do lists. I'll put things on my to-do list that I know I'll do, <laughs> like brushing my teeth. You know, and then I put a big V for victory next to it after I do it. This is what Jim Parker called priming the pump. I call it feeding the island of soul, <laughs> the island of peace in our soul. Let's start getting used to feeling successful. Let's start getting used to feeling good about ourselves. Let's start getting used to feeling like we've made a difference, because we do. Every year in my day planner, there's a sheet for my achievements of the year, and it's like 40 lines. And every year, I I force myself to fill out every line. I think this is, again, these are beautiful practice and especially beautiful things to have when we... When the schmutz does hit the fan, wouldn't it be really nice to be able to find the island of peace in our soul when life happens? Yeah, I think so. So, for now, I'm going to ask you to practice this. Every time we realize we're entertaining old tapes about ourselves or 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 thinking we don't deserve or whatever it is whatever our pattern is let's simply remember that island of peace in our soul and 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 point our nose toward it and take a step because every time we remember especially when we've forgotten every time we remember that we are more than enough every time we remember to send ourselves some love and appreciation we make the neighborhood safer. We make the island of peace in our soul way bigger in our awareness and much easier to find. Every time we practice self-love, it's like we leave a trail of breadcrumbs to the island of peace in our soul. Yeah. And I will see you right there. The island of peace in our soul. Stew on that, and I'll see you next week.